Hey, everybody, this is Murph from the TV show Impractical Jokers, and you are listening to Five Questions with Dan Chabelle. You're listening to the Five Questions podcast, and I'm your host, Dan Chabelle. In fewer than 10 minutes, my goal is to extract the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is comedian, actor, and author James Murray. James is best known as Murr on the hit television show Impractical Jokers on True TV and for his comedy group, The Tenderloins. We talk about his new book, Area 51 Interns, Alien Summer, and his career in comedy during this podcast episode. James, welcome to Five Questions. Hi, thanks for having me. One of the things that I read about you is that your parents funded one of your early films. Can you talk about what that means to you and how it impacted you? When I graduated college, my father said, you know what, as a graduation gift, I'll buy you like a cheapo car, a Ford Taurus. And I said, no, dad, no. Give me the 10 grand instead and help me make a movie, a short film. So I spent six months writing the short comedy project. It was terrible because I thought back then I wanted to be a director, you know, something like that. I made this movie and edited it together. So I spent like a year making this short film out of college and it was a crash course in how to do every single thing wrong. And at the end of the year, I wish I had taken the car. Well, when you first started telling that story, I immediately think, oh, he's investing in, in his life, in his career, yep. you know, instead of something that's a depreciating asset. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what, though. Obviously, uh, they used the, that terrible short film. They put on an episode of Impractical Jokers as part of my punishment, and they had a British film critic actually critique it in front of like 100 people in the audience. She just tore it apart about how bad it was to date. About 6 million Americans have watched the short film. I think that's a success, ultimately. Good for you. Why do you think your show, Impractical Jokers, has had such longevity on TV, whereas so many shows get canceled? I think I have a better appreciation for it than most, because for years, my job before Impractical Jokers was I ran development for a TV company, the company that actually makes Impractical Jokers. So along the way, I pitched Impractical Jokers with the guys as part of my job. And before that, before we sold Impractical Jokers, I'd sold lots of other TV shows, some of less season, some of the last two seasons, some would just be a pilot, some would be a, just a, a presentation that they order, and none went the distance because 99.9% of shows get canceled first season or never get picked up from pilot or don't even get a pilot, they get a presentation, something really cheap. Why did Impractical Jokers hit? It was a combination of natural chemistry, good intel, production skills. And what I mean by that is it started from Intel. I was working in TV development and I started to notice at networks that they were interested in the hidden camera space. So the guys and I got together, we were an improv comedy group. We'd sold other pilots before to networks, but none of them went to series. They all got canceled in pilot stage. And what we did was we said, okay, knowing that hidden camera shows are coming back, how do we twist it in a way that puts our major strengths at the forefront? One being our natural chemistry and friendship. We've been friends for 32 years. Two, our improv skills, right? Because it's very hard to sell improv to a network because they're so risk averse. So I think it was good intel with taking what we naturally had, our natural chemistry and history and our improv skills and putting a format to it that was different from other prank shows. And the format is like an upside down prank show where the joke is on us instead of on the public. A very slight twist on a typical hidden camera show was enough to make it novel and it became something unique and the natural chemistry made it unique too. And I think the reason it hit first is because it's funny. Second, I think we remind people of the best friends they used to have back in the day. And I think we remind people of a time in their life when you'd come from home from a hard day work and the whole family agrees on one show and you put it on the TV and you just laugh 
and forget about the world. And it is this island of positivity in an otherwise very cynical world we live in. I think we became your family dinner time show without intending it. It just became that naturally because of the natural organic chemistry of the show. Analysis. Long answer, long yeah. answer. No, but <laughs> beautiful analysis. And it just shows that it, it's not easy. It just took a lot of experience and build up and this all these things that have to go right. And then looking back, like you probably when you were first doing it, you didn't maybe think of those things that ended up making it stick even more. Now a word from our sponsor. It's time to think about healthcare benefits, especially pharmacy benefits very differently. Employers need to demand more from their pharmacy benefit manager and expect outstanding financial and health outcomes for their members. Empirics Health is one of the fastest growing healthcare companies in America. It's the most clinically advanced PBM in the country and the only value-based one for seven years running. Personalized healthcare done right without any drug pricing or financial games is what you should expect from a benefits partner. The time is now to reimagine healthcare benefits. Go to EmpiricsHealth.com for more information. And you recently co-wrote Area 51 Interns. What makes middle yeah. school kids a unique audience to write for? Our fan base is so young, right? We have so many kids have grown up literally with the show. They started watching it when they were seven years old. Now they're 18, 19, 20 years old. They're going into college and they still watch the show. Like literally, this is like whole generation that their whole life they've seen Impractical Jokers on TV, which is mind blowing to me. So I was like, I should write something funny that our younger fan base would like. And so we had this idea for Area 51 Interns. It's a three book series. The first one just came out this week, like two days ago. It's about a group of kids uh, between eighth and ninth grades. It's the first day of summer vacation and it's take your kids to work day. So they go to work with their parents for the day, but their parents just so happen to work at the infamous Area 51. The day they go with their parents, of course, the aliens break loose, all the adults and parents get kidnapped, and it's up to these four best friends that are about to go into high school to save the day. So at the end of book one, their parents offer them something that's never been done before in Area 51 history, which is a summer internship. So every subsequent book is another crazy adventurous tale of these kids saving the day in some unique way. And that's the great thing about Area 51 is it can be anything and everything we dream it to be because no one really knows what it is. Yeah. And you get to still use your imagination. And I remember yeah. I went to my dad's work many years ago. You know, it, was, it wasn't that exciting. I played like chess yeah. with some of his employees. I remember like, you know, Area 51, whatever you could imagine. It's what you've seen in movies. Yeah. I think combining both is, is a really cool, unique angle. And you'll be on a virtual tour visiting schools. What type of impact do you want to make on these kids during the tour? And what do you hope that they'll learn from you and the book? You know what it is? It's so good seeing people's faces again and, and watching their imagination spark because of the questions posed in this book. They relate to the kids in the book. They relate to what they're going through. They're all at that stage where they know that come eighth grade, their best friends and they will likely be splitting up and going to different high schools. It's a very anxious summer, right? If we've all been there between eighth and ninth grade, it's like, oh my God, my friends the past eight years, two of them are going to that school, two of them are going to this school and three are going to the school I'm going. And we're going to be torn apart. And it's that one very stressful but magical summer where the friendships you form become your friends for life or you may lose them forever. There's a lot going into that summer for, for kids, right? So it's very relatable and it's just great seeing the impact that the book has on them. 
you know? I love that. And what's your best piece of career advice? My best piece of career advice. So the guys and I, when we did comedy in high school, we did comedy in college. Then after college, we formed our comedy group. It took us 11 years to get on TV. 11 years of failure. We had other pilots we sold, shot a pilot to a series, shot a pilot to a series, shot our own pilot, couldn't sell it. Did sketch comedy, some hit, some didn't. Career ups and downs. We did one show where two people bought tickets to season perform. 12 years later, we sold at Madison Square Garden. The point I'm making is this. We had 11 years of failure after college. And then Impractical Jokers has been on TV for 11 years. So just right now, we're finally breaking even between failure and success in our lives. So the lesson there is crazy. there are a dozen different ways to get to the final destination. You cannot predict how you're going to get there. I never could have imagined that it would have taken as long as it did to succeed. And also that it would have gone the path it did. But I do feel in my heart that if we didn't make it work this way, I still would have found another way to do it. I guess that's the lesson is adapt and change and be willing to roll with it and seize opportunities when they present themselves. It's not just luck. It's not just hard work. It's calculated hard work and some good timing, of course, to succeed and being able to adapt enough and quickly enough to know that there are 12 different ways to get to the same destination and you have to find your own path. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, James. To follow his journey, you can read his book, Area 51 Interns, Alien Summer, and find him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter where he shares his appearances, TV show, book tour, and friends. To watch the full extended video version of this episode, go to youtube.com slash Bell. And please remember to rate and review the 5 Questions podcast on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs>